And now, Jalen and Jacoby. He is Jalen Rose. Brian, hit the brakes. <laughs> Jalen, you derailing already? You look handsome today. I like that. No, 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 no. Don't be complimentary when you derail the intro. Okay. Okay. You always get mad at me for messing up the intro, and you derail it now. You got Brad did, hitting the brakes. I just not thought about something. Brad, hit your own button. Brad's got his own button now. I'm going to give Brad some love, but I just not thought about something as we were starting Brad, the show. Brad, hit your button. Check out the big brain on Brad. You're a smart motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> so, everything we do here is organic. Yep. Even though we're in a microwave generation, we're able to still make things in the oven and Get the people what they want. And one of the things that I we take pride in is our really selective introduction. And we highlight some of the artists over a long period of time that have great given great references to pop in the trunk. And I know we have the cartoon now that does not feature Chuck and Flavor. I'm working on that. I just not thought about another person I remember saying pop the trunk. That I would like to add. Who's that, Mr. Rose? It was a Breakfast Club interview. It was around February or March of 2018. Okay. The late, the great, Nipsey Hussle. He said Pop the Trunk? Refers. So we're going to have to add that? To Pop the Can you Trump. do me a favor? Can you put as much passion... Preparation and attention into the actual show. That is a part of the show. Then you do the intro. That's that's the part of the show. It ain't the main course, but it's the appetizer. Brad, hit the intro again. How many? Yeah, hit the intro, intro Brad. Let's get it. And now, Jalen and Jacoby. He is Jalen Rose. What up, dog? I'm David Jacoby. And on the cool check-in. Center stage on the mic. And we putting it on wax. It's the new style. We're Jalen and Jacoby. What do we do? We give the people what they want. I rarely do this. I don't think I've ever done this before. I want to give a big shout to Reggie. Reggie's on vacation. Oh, my glasses He's off got this foggy week. when you did that. I just want to give a big shout to Reggie. I also want to give a big shout to a gentleman by the name of Harlan Endelman. 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 He's sick. And Harlan's been out. Yeah, he has been. Two days. How many shows have I missed for being sick? None. How many shows have you missed for being sick? None. How Never. many shows since we're going to mess with Harlan? How many shows have you missed because your car broke down? Oh, come on. I just gave Reggie a shout. <laughs> One day, Reggie missed the show because his car broke down. <laughs> I still haven't gotten a full story on that. Like, what? It was a new car? What? How, how long did it take to get it fixed? You couldn't just get an Uber, get a towed? I still don't have the full story on that. Uh, but we had the best team in the game. Y'all get a chance to see the second most handsome duo in the industry. You want to tell the world who's the, the most handsome duo? Tony and Mike. Do their thing in front of the camera. Listen to us on the pod. But we have the best team in the game. We Producing also have, our show. Promoting some, our show. We have some and teammates coming by today. Marcus Spears is going to rejoin the show. Swaggle in the building. And we have Rhapsody. If you don't know, what? you should know. Rhapsody's going to be here today? Learn. Yes, you're going to be here. You what? know what? I got one word to describe Rhapsody. For anybody who doesn't know who that is. Bars! Oh, what's the word? Bars! And if people wanted to go back over the eight years of us doing this show, 
Can somebody do a breakdown of the people that I purposely acknowledge when they have bars? Because I probably only said that maybe you want about me to list 10 that? 15 people Jaylen, ever. Jalen, you know me, right? We're friends, right? You think I'm going to recollect everyone that you said bars about? I don't remember yesterday's show. Yo, straight up, real talk, real spiel. I went to the printer to get the script for today's show. And yesterday's show was on the printer. I thought it was today's show. <laughs> I was like, I guess we're talking about Ezekiel Elliott, Antonio Brown. I like, I it guess, is. I think that's yesterday. I was like, oh, this is yesterday's show. But you know why? You were feeling really good because you, you played well in your basketball game last I night. I did. Big won. shout to the Flyers, the frequent Flyers. We We won. You know what? I'm happy for you. You know when, when, uh, do you remember when Aaron Rodgers said the Packers were gonna run the table? Uh huh. And they ran the table? Uh huh. We ran the table last night. We were one and six. Now we're two and six. (laughs) Ran the table. (laughs) Finished out the season with win. (laughs) But here's the important thing that I ask you that I have to ask Uh you again. I don't like this. I played a little basketball in my life. You did? One or two days. You did? And I know this. If you have a poor wreck season, our guest is here. We get back to y'all. Three guys that's on the team this year can't be on it next year. Uh-uh. No, no, no. See, see, that's that's you. You you swap out. See, I'm loyal. I'm not loyal to barbers, but I'm loyal to my teammates. It's not about wins. Whoa, to die easy. It's not about wins. Talking about it's not loyalty. about wins. It's about beers. Hey, it's man. about beers after the game. You're lucky we got company. We'll talk about. And you this know what later. happened? I played the game. Didn't shower this morning. <laughs> <laughs> what about last night? Didn't shower last night. Uh, yes, yes. It's Funky yes, Thursday. Yes, Funky yes, Thursday is back. Yes, on. I'm pretty Jaylen sure Raps can't Jacobi. wait to do a show with somebody that played basketball last night. Wouldn't have beers and drinks after. We don't got to take tell a her. shower. We don't got to tell her. take a shower this morning. We don't got to tell her. Put the odor on. Welcome, Mark. Put the odor on. That's all that matters. For the pod audience, we have. Rhapsody in the building. What's up? I'm here. I finally made it. Make sure tonight. Thank you so much for joining us. At 12 us. o'clock, <laughs> y'all download her album, Eve. Yes, the third album is out tonight. Queen Latifah, Sir J.I.D. Ooh. Ooh. Oh, oh. Yeah, like Ooh. 47, PJ Morton, Ooh. L. Varner. Mm. We're just going. Oh, going. Wow. <laughs> and I Wait, no, no. If you're on Apple... If you're on 1145. Apple, 11.45, 15 minutes for everybody else. Oh, that's not like when I watched Power. I'm like, what the night before if it come out, right? Yeah, Jalen hacked. He's like hacked into stars so he can watch Power at 12 on Saturday night. I need to come to your crib. You know what? We, we went to the no, premiere the other Jaylen's day. Jalen's rich. You got an elevator in his house. A word? You got an elevator in his house. Oh, that means we, a bunch of us could go. Exactly. And I miss everybody. Our power up. We appreciate you joining us, and I described you by using one word um, as it related to your lyrical prowess. Word, okay. Bars. Yes, come on, give it to me. Bars, bars (laughs) again. Bars, more bars than Rikers. And we've been doing this show. We've been doing this show for eight years, and people know. I probably said that about fifteen people ever. Oh, I'm 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 in good company. Yes. Yes. And it's facts, because I stay with, I, I gotta keep the bars. No doubt about <laughs> it. Yep, there was, there's an email like, hey, do you guys interested in having raps? He was like, yes, yes, yes. <laughs> no question yes, about it. Very much so, thank you. I Immediately. Said the same thing when they asked me, what did you think? <laughs> yes. <laughs> so today's the big day. How do you feel? I feel good, man. You know, uh, the creative process, just going and being underground and creating, coming up with these ideas, and then you finally get the chance to put it out in the world. You know, it's like when you when you make the All Star game. It's like, yo, I'm about to show. Jalen doesn't know what that's like. Jalen doesn't know what that's like. Yeah, he doesn't know what that's like. He doesn't know what that's like. He doesn't know. Not you have to explain pros. it to him. <laughs> High school. <laughs> when did you record the album? Um, I did most of it last year. I completed probably 80, 90 percent of it in December. So, like, what's that like? Like that period between, like, all right, I finished the album, and then you have to wait and wait and Bruh, wait and wait and wait, and then finally you get to put it out tonight. It used to be bad, stressful, but I have learned to be one with the universe. Oh, what? What? Gives me, but that sample clearance period, boy, that's stressful because you never know if they're gonna clear the sample or not. So it's just like, please don't make me change this beat. Like, yeah. please don't make me. But um. This time, like, I had two samples that probably drove me crazy. But other than that, it was it was cool. 
you know, I got to create, do the videos, you know, get with Rock Nation, figure out how we gonna roll this thing out. Oh, dope! I ain't know no, that. Wait a second. Hold on, wait a second. I ain't know that. Hold no, one, on. no one rides harder for Rock Nation. Do you pay them or do they pay I, you? I, 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 don't, know, I didn't know she was a part of Rock Nation. I don't even know. know. I want to know oh, what your business dope. relationship is you're with Rock dope. Nation. That's you're what I dope. need to know. Well, they just happen to deal with dope people. I see. <laughs> okay. Yeah, we, we, it was Jam the Records Rock Nation uh, partnership. We signed in summer 2016. Day so, one. So we say welcome to Jam Rock. No doubt. <laughs> welcome to Jam Rock. I like that. Right. Yes. Really appreciate you being here. Now we are ESPN, so we're going to ask you about sports. Like, oh. what's your relationship with sports? What's your teams? What's your deal? Man, I've been playing ball since I was about seven or eight years old. Uh, my dad took my brother to play, and he was like, I ain't, I'm not playing without my sister. So that's how I got into it. <laughs> oh, <word. laughs> and when's I the last time you played? It. Um, get some shots he, up recently. I got a few, man. Between album, I don't get that much in. So you know when I pull them up now, they be bricking. Oh, good, <laughs> so great. You're the perfect brother. Oh yeah. So you and Jalen, yeah. you and Jalen got a lot in common there. So, yeah. You and Jalen got a lot in common yeah, there. So bricking. one of us plays a lot of basketball. All right, and it's actually him. Yep. <laughs> okay, he played in the league. Their season ended last night. They were two and six. He had a good game. No, but we won. We won last night. We're on a momentum. We're on a But I have to ask your opinion about something that's been a running theme on this show. Okay, let's get it. After the game, it was probably what nine, ten o'clock. Oh, don't do this. I'm, I'm just sure, saying. They on, she doesn't even know me. It's nine, ten o'clock, right? Right. Instead of going home to shower, oh come on, he wants to go somewhere and have drinks with his teammates. Instead of waking up this morning and taking a shower because he has a wife and three lovely kids, he comes to work. A shower in the afternoon. So do you think that's cultural or regional or just him? I, I, I think that might be half cultural, half him. Yeah. <laughs> well, listen, we call it Funky Thursdays. We don't know about that. I got deodorant and I got cologne. That's, 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 no, as far as I'm concerned, that's a shower. That's a shower. As far as I'm concerned, that's a shower. That's a shower. I smell good. You playing ball and then you rubbing up against other dudes, sweat on you, and it just sit and dry in your skin. You got to get that off. Get off. You know I'm, I'm leaving. Mean, you yeah, know I'm leaving. You think about that. Like. I'm leaving. Here's the thing is, but you're thinking I'm playing like real defense. I'm worried about against people. Yeah, it's, it's I'm not letting them score. I'll just let them score. I'll be like, oh, go ahead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm not playing exactly. that. What teams do you root for? Um, Duke is my favorite uh, college basketball mm, team. Not, my, my favorite college I'm football team. I'm all for against them. I'm still looking for a win against yeah. them. <laughs> Grant Hill is the man. Yeah, he That's, that deal. He, he got me in there. Yeah. Uh, NC State for college football. Ooh. Um, I've been a Lakers fan forever. My dad since Magic. I'm a huge Kobe fan. New York Yankees for baseball. Uh, Carolina Hurricanes for hockey. Let me think. Audit. Who, who am I missing? What, what sport am I football. missing? Football. Football. Oh, Red, Redskins. Oh, we don't. You can't say Redskins, Rhapsody. Washington, Washington, the Washington football, football team. team. Yeah. <laughs> team in Washington. Yeah. You have any expectations for them this year? <laughs> Bruh. They're going to play. <laughs> they have games I, coming I, up I, in yeah, a couple of weeks. They got a schedule. They want to win more than we, than we lose. That's a start. <laughs> yeah, right good, luck. good luck with that. <laughs> good luck with that. Good luck with that, especially in that division. With my man Danny Dimes, Daniel Jones. Yo, and we hate the the Dallas Cowboys. I'm gonna say that. Mm. Real. So what you what, what do you think about Ezekiel Elliott holding out, trying to get his money? Yo, get your get your money, man. Right? We don't care. We need skins over here. Sit down. All all you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just wait. Y'all don't hold need out. No more yeah, now. yeah. Hold out. Wait. Hold out. Wait. <laughs> so what, what what do fans of your team say when the Cowboys each year and their base feel like they' about to win the Super Bowl? Man. We just wait for them to lose like they do every year. <laughs> every year they be like, yo, we, we about to do it again. We be like, ah, whatever. You know, but they we can't say too much. We just got to be quiet a little bit because we ain't nowhere near it. <laughs> uh, Rapsy, just in case they didn't hear the first time, tell people when and where they can get the album. Yo, they can get the album every, everywhere. Spotify, Tidal, uh, iTunes. You can go to my website. Uh, IamRhapsody.com It's got all the links You can get some bundles Some fly gear Everything Eve album related That's out tonight Absolutely So there's been a lot of conversation Between the Jay-Z and NFL deal Right And how it affects Colin Kaepernick If it does And I'm pretty sure You've heard these conversations What are your take on Him partnering with the league? I, I think it's dope For me I think you know For the bigger issue Of what Colin wanted to bring Awareness to Jay's in right, right in line with that. Like, I want to see Colin, you know, done right and get, and have a job. But for the bigger issue, 
is is way bigger than that. It's like Martin and Malcolm, they died for their cause, but we still had to continue to do the work. So the fact that Jay's doing what he thinks is his best way of coming to the table and changing it from the inside, I think that's powerful. Like, we need Colin to do what he does, but we also need Jay to do what he does. We need to hit it from all angles. No doubt. So that's dope. And hopefully Jay sitting at the table, you know, that'll help with whatever is going with Colin and, and getting back into the NFL. So I'm hopeful. Like, I believe in Jay. But there has been some criticism about Jay's partnering up with the league. You know what I mean? And what would you say to the people that are critical of his partnering? With the I think we should be patient and give him a chance to show and prove um, his track record is phenomenal like we think about the Trayvon Martin doc every uh, about a bit of money he's put in to get activists out of jail who are in the streets um, he set up a, a fund for Sean Bell's family like Jay's track record for you know so- social justice and activism is is well you know around it and you know he stands on it so give him a chance like be patient you know, we just can't come in like, oh, you don't you don't see the bigger picture and the vision and what it possibly could be. So just be patient. That's real spill. And look how it played out with friend of the show, Meek. Right. He was on probation for 10 years. Exactly. Okay. They Started a movement did. to help him get out of jail and then get him off probation. Right. And then there's a bigger movement to change laws for Correct. people that, you know, are on probation way longer than they should be for, for minor crimes. Like. You got to respect what Jay's done and at least respect him to give him a chance to, to to carry out the vision that he sees. We really appreciate you coming on the show. Um, we had so much fun listening to you and your thoughts on Jay-Z and your thoughts about your new album. But we're going to have some fun now. Yes. Oh, it's I'm time for, that. for <laughs> cultural or regional. Let's get it. Let's get it. <laughs> so this segment doesn't need any explanation. Okay. It's just simple. The first question I have for you, Rhapsody. Is keeping hot sauce in the fridge mm. cultural or regional? That's cultural, I think. Do you keep hot sauce in the fridge? Nah, that joint got to stay out. I keep hot sauce in the, the fridge. fridge. You do? I keep my hot sauce see, in the fridge. We don't do that. Wow, we don't do, <laughs> do that. that. Yeah, see, this, see, this is news to me. And hot sauce? Always. I got at the refrigerator door. I got a whole shelf just for hot sauce. I got multiple different hot sauces right there in the shelf so, in the so fridge. So let me get nah, this right. I'm not much of a cook. So you mean I'm going to make some wings? Yep. And get the hot sauce out of the refrigerator. Out of the refrigerator. To put on the hot wings. No. That's going to make the wings cold. Yes. You do that. See, I, this is brand new to me. You got to try to take that I out of the fridge. I refrigerate everything. I didn't think it would be I want it to be temp. fresh. I want it to be fresh. It's in a bottle, a glass bottle. It's going to be fresh. Doesn't it get old? Yes. Doesn't yes. it get old or something? No. Doesn't it get like, stale? Does no. the bacteria grow in no. there or something? Nah, it's not like the fridge? cheese. It's no. not like cheese. It's hot sauce. No, you, you know got to get the hot sauce out the fridge. I don't care what you say. I'm keeping my hot sauce. <laughs> I'm keeping my hot sauce. <laughs> Second question. This is simple. Grits, cultural or regional? That's cultural. Whether you put sugar or salt and pepper in them grits. Well, that's next. See, I think, <laughs> that's next. I think that oh. I think grits are are regional. Oh, the grits, grits are themselves? regional. Yeah. Grits themselves, yeah, that's, that's regional. They're regional. It's like yeah, down more south. Southern. Yeah, more yeah, southern. Yeah, more southern. Like in yes. Philadelphia, there's some grits, but, but those are people that what, come what up they, north. What they eat up north? Uh, cream of wheat? Fries, cream of wheat? Oatmeal? The oatmeal, grits, cream uh-huh. of wheat? Nah, we don't do that in the south. You know. Yeah. <laughs> do you put grits. sugar on your grits? I'm sorry. I don't. I, I hate to surprise you. I don't eat grits. But ooh, ooh, I, I know ooh. culturally sugar in the grits ain't it. Yes, yeah, I don't. Put, I don't. I don't put sugar on any food. I don't on put sugar any, on food? any food. What about on cereal? Maybe rice krispies. Spaghetti? Maybe no. What? What? You put sugar on spaghetti? Cultural. She just gave us another one. That is cultural because I do that too. On you top put, of the cheese? No, you don't. Melt the cheese? No, you don't. The, yes. In the sauce, yes. you gotta sprinkle yes. a little sugar in you it. You cook it with hint. there. You cook it inside of the sauce. Tell them, Jalen. Seriously? You're, yes. Seriously. I would never, ever, 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 Not a ever, lot. ever, ever yeah. do that. Ever in my life. Oh, man. Finally. Missing out. I know you you're a play, fan. You I know you're a fan of the Washington football team. Yes. They've got a preseason game tonight. You might see some of the starters. What do you expect from your Washington football team this year? <laughs> man, um, I hope I, I expect to see them going the right direction of a win. Be better <laughs> than the Cowboys? I, I want to see our quarterback just really go off, yeah, and be better than the Cowboys. At the end of the day, as long as we have a better record than the Cowboys, we have succeeded. There we <laughs> go. Like, that's third, you have a rival right division, there. That's fine. As long as we're ahead of the Cowboys. That's a rivalry right there. You can get uh, Rhapsody's new album, Eve. It's coming out tonight. Tonight. Get midnight her album on tonight. All streaming services. Yes. And if you're on Apple, 1145. I grew up in Amherst, Massachusetts. Growing up, the Red Sox were always on my television. 
He's a big Red Sox fan. Bill Buckner's my favorite player, and the ball went through his legs. We cried for about three days. Red Sox were always a big part of me growing up, going to Fenway Park. But now I live in New York. I've got three little children. Do you know what happened over the weekend? My three little children went to Yankee Stadium, and now they're huge Yankee fans. They've got all the Yankee hats, Yankee bats, playing baseball with Yankee balls, Yankee stuffed animals, Yankee everything. They're Yankeed out now. And you know what? I don't mind. Because there's nothing like that feeling of a live event. Actually being there. In the arena. In the stadium. That's why I became a Red Sox fan because of Fenway Park. They're becoming Yankee fans because of Yankee Stadium. You know what I did? I brought out SeatGeek. I said, you know what? I'm leaning into this. Why have New Yorkers be Red Sox fans? Why do I hold on to that generational thing? I don't need to pass that down. You know what? Be a Yankee fan. I'd rather they were Mets fans, to be honest with you. But Yankee Stadium is a special place. And I broke out SeatGeek and I looked at future Yankee games. SeatGeek is so easy to use. Whether you're going to comedy shows, Broadway theater, local theater, music shows. Any live event is available on SeatGeek. Monster Jam. Anything. And you go to SeatGeek. You open up the app. And you search whatever you want to do. You can also browse, which is fun, too, just to seeing what's going on around you. You search what you want to go to, and then you click on it. And they show you the arena, all the different seats. And they've got dots where the seats are available. Some dots are red. Some dots are bright yellow. Some dots are dark yellow. They rate every single deal on SeatGeek so you know if you're getting a good deal or not. There's a 1 through 10 number next to the price. So you're looking at a place like, ooh, I want to sit there. Then you click on it, and it's a big red dot. It's a big red number. It's basically saying that's not a good deal. It's available to you, but it's not a good deal. And then you look at another one, and it is a good deal. You can buy with confidence knowing you're getting a good deal. And again, another thing you buy with confidence knowing, you're actually going to get the seats. You can go to other sites. I've heard horror stories from my friends that aren't using SeatGeek, that they paid X amount of dollars, and the tickets never came through, or they got to the gate and the tickets didn't work. You are 100% confident that you're actually getting the actual tickets for the actual price that you paid for when you use SeatGeek. So right now, download SeatGeek to your phone if you don't have it, and you get $10 off your first purchase if you use our promo code, download the SeatGeek app today. Use the promo code Jacoby. You get $10 off your very first purchase. That's $10 off your first purchase. Make sure you get out there. Take your girlfriend. Take your partner. Take your friend. Give them a live event experience. There's nothing like it, and there's nothing like getting it from SeatGeek. Download SeatGeek now. $10 off your first purchase. Promo code Jacoby. Welcome back to Jalen and Jacoby. Bromance in the building. Bromance back. What up, man? Marcus Spears, thank you so much for joining us once again. I was looking at that picture of Della Dunn and Candace Parker. They would give us buckets. Oh, yes. yes. Oh, yeah. No doubt. Are you kidding me? No doubt. Are you kidding me? The WNBA. They would give us buckets. Oh, yeah. Can, It'll can, be embarrassing. What, what about the dudes that's at home right now? Oh, the sticking the door if I was at WNBA. Or working on Wall Street. They can't and even they get them buckets. No yeah, chance. Yeah. No, no chance. chance. You think you go body them? No chance. You're no chance. not going to happen. I just had to put that out there. Thank no you so doubt. much, Marcus, for coming in. Now, Baker Mayfield, he was quoted in GQ talking about Daniel Jones. And he said it was all out of context, and he had to backtrack the whole thing. Let's listen to Baker's reaction to his quote being published in GQ. Baker. The interview was done back in April, like right after the draft, and uh, just things taken out of context, and that's the problem with today's day and age. You know, you you don't read the whole thing. You don't put two and two together. You just kind of read scripts, and then uh, people, you know, they combine sentences from different conversations. And so it seemed uh, very disrespectful, and I can understand that. But what uh, people didn't realize is the conversation entailed of me saying that I was surprised that I was drafted number one overall, too. You know, I reached out to Daniel because all that blew out of, you know, way out of hand, and I wanted him to know how I felt. And I've heard nothing but great things from Saquon and Sterling Shepard, uh, guys that, you know, have a lot of respect for him and that I, you know, respect their opinions. And so I uh, just wanted to clear the air with him. Um, and, you know, it is what it is. Marcus. What do you think about Baker and the Browns talking so much? Do you love it or First, hate it? I hate I hate the fact that Baker is talking about other people. Let me just throw that out <laughs> okay. there on the table. Okay. I don't like okay. It. The only problem that I've had with Baker Mayfield. Oh, he's gonna start talking about you now. Is is wait, yeah, that, he don't want that, that smoke. That, that don't matter to me one bit. But I just don't I don't believe I and maybe I'm old now, bro. Like I, I keep thinking this. Why like other dudes not supposed to be on your tongue, bro? Like that's all. That's all I'm saying. Like, like Duke Johnson was trying to get right, his money. You could feel that way, but don't, don't, don't. If it's not positive, we all been in the media training mm-hmm. classes, yep. right? Yep. If it's not positive, don't say nothing at all. Ask next question. I will say this though, because because man to man, I respect that Baker reached out to him. 
that's a level of maturity, mm-hmm. right? Sometimes mm-hmm. you sometimes you get cast as like. I don't care. Like, it's whatever. I respect them for reaching like out that. to Daniel Jones. I just want them to stop. Like, don't talk about dudes unless it's a positive light. That's all. The Hugh Jackson situation. Mm. Like, dude, you a rookie that in the NFL. That went on too many weeks. Yeah, too. like, you a rookie in the NFL. Like, and, and I've been trying to figure out, like, where do they get this pass from, Jay? Like, I don't, mm. I've never seen it before. So maybe I'm just overreacting because I've never seen a young player Come into the league and get these passes that Baker has gotten. That's the only thing that bothers me a little bit. Because quietly, people are anticipating he's going to take a Patrick Mahomes type leap this year. And so that's why people are like, okay, we're going to give him the license to speak. They added Odell to go with Landry. They got in Joku. They had Nick Chubb in the backfield. They're going to get Kareem Hunt, who was instrumental with KC last year. But here's what I would like to talk about. Daniel Jones is the other person on this, uh, this, the flip side of this. Yep. I see one guy speaking, Baker to GQ and to the media. The other guy, Daniel, isn't. You know why? The toothpaste is already out of the tube. And so... Now, all of a sudden, we don't have to instigate a rivalry between you guys. We don't have to compare you guys and see who's going to have a better career. It's going to happen anyway. So you can say it publicly, but apologize privately. It still doesn't matter. matter. The thing to me is is happiness is a function of expectation. Yes. And I just feel like the Browns this season already, without playing a single down, are just raising expectations way too high. You know what I mean? This is a team. You remember a year ago, they had beer locked up in a refrigerator that if they won a game. Oh, I'm getting If they won a listen, game, they would be celebrating in the streets. Game. Won a game. And now all of a sudden, we're betting on them to win the Super to Bowl. To your point, I am getting getting killed right now on Twitter, right? Which I enjoy so much. Because I said, if they don't win a playoff game, the season's a failure. That's what I said. Everybody else say, well, get in the playoffs. They ain't been in the playoffs in all these years. Yeah, that would be fine if they wasn't talking so much. Mm-hmm. And that would, right. that would be that would be absolutely fine if the expectations weren't coming from in house. It would be perfectly fine. Now let's see what they do. I don't wish bad on no NFL football. It ain't personal. I'm, I'm watching the Browns. I'm watching the games. All, I'm rooting I'm for them. I'm telling you right now. That's what I asked the Cleveland fans. I was like, "Oh, so y'all scared now?" Right. Exactly. Exactly. So sure in their private moments, they talking about we're going to the Super Bowl. I, I guarantee it. Dolphins receiver Kenny Stills was very critical of Jay Z and his partnership with the NFL. And Dolphins head coach Brian Flores reacted by playing eight straight. Jay-Z songs in practice, <laughs> but Stills fired back. He was playing Nas in the locker room to he get fell. back at the head coach. Mm. Do you think this is just fun or is this like actual smoke? I believe this is fun because I, I just it's hard for me to believe that Brian Flores doesn't know how serious the nature of the conversation mm-hmm. is mm-hmm. for him to do that. Like, like even when Jerry made the joke about Zeke, I, re- I liken it to I got to have a good enough relationship to joke to Jalen. Correct. Or joke to Jacoby. Like, we all know yes. how the cold goes. Like, we, we have to be close enough for me to publicly do right. something right. and yeah, you yeah, know yeah. that it's not coming from point. the wrong place. That's how I felt about the Jerry situation. That's how I feel about this situation. Now, if it is real smoke, Flores made a huge mistake, bro. Like, if, if that relationship is not like that, he made a huge mistake because – Look, we can talk about Kenny Steele's and what's going on with Jay-Z. He one of their best players. And that's a bad team. Yeah, yeah. Right? That's a bad team, and he's one of their best players. All I know is Jay-Z's first album just became available on a lot of streaming services. <laughs> and so the coach was probably enthusiastic, started playing Reasonable Doubt, and he probably was more than eight straight records. <laughs> he probably was like all 15. Because they bangers. <laughs> if, if you're with the Dolphins, whether it's Nas or Jay-Z, you can't go wrong. You Correct. can't go wrong. If Correct. you're with the Dolphins, like, whatever, as long as we're playing Nas and Jay-Z, we're Nas happy. How about this? Nas and Jay-Z are the reasons why we're talking about the Dolphins. Exactly. No <laughs> you're right. You're right. So we have the week three of the preseason. This is when we see starters. Okay. This is when we see real action. There's a good slate of games tonight. What are you most excited to see tonight? Cam Newton. Cam. Mm. Cam Newton, man. Last time we saw Cam. Think about this. Last time we saw Cam Newton, he literally could not throw the football. Ooh. His shoulder was that messed up that he couldn't push the ball downfield. Cam all offseason through his Instagram, through his social media. He showed the work he been putting in. This is his second year with Norv Turner, a great offensive mind. 
He got Christian McCaffrey. Greg Olson, hopefully, will be healthy. Like, there is there is an alignment. Here's the thing people don't realize about Cam, right? And Because we all get enamored with the Tom Brady's and the Patrick Mahomes, mm-hmm. the dudes mm-hmm. that's throwing from the pocket and doing that. And rightfully so. They deserve their respect. What the hell you going to change Cam for? And Cam has been working. Why yep. would you yep. keep saying we need to make him, we need to not let him get outside the pocket? You got to understand sometimes dudes built different. He, he not your conventional quarterback that's going to get hurt when he take a hit. Even though it happens, he's not the conventional guy. So I, I'm looking for big things from Cam, and I can't wait to see tonight if he got the zip back on the ball and what type of offense they trying to structure I'm looking around. For? Danny Dimes. Yeah. Daniel Jones. That's a big one. Daniel Jones. Like, mm. he has Oh, you got a nickname? No. Oh, look at that pass. He is throwing down. Look at his he pass is, right he there. I, I got it. He's throwing listen, down. Listen, listen. I live in New York area. All my friends are Giants fans. So there's some reason to be excited. Yeah. I know I it's just preseason. Failure, I know it's man. just preseason. Uh, you know what? I but thought Eli's not going to be there very much longer. I thought of something I would love New York area fans to do after I look at a picture of Daniel Jones. I wish I would give him a nickname after the preseason. And then I look at the Jets quarterback. I'm thinking both of those guys look like they could have been on a television show, Happy Days. Happy Days. days. <laughs> Right, Potsy and Ralph Mouth. I hate that we think. Yeah, I just saw him. Right yeah, now. right, man. They could have been here, on that show. Here's the thing, man. Like, football is about to get really, really hard in a couple weeks. I don't want to knock the kid because he's making great <laughs> throws and he's doing. He's done this thing. Yeah, and I was one of the ones that was like, "Why in the hell would they take him six and not take Haskins based on the season they put together. Here's the thing people don't don't know or don't realize when we talk in sports. All we have is what you've shown when we projecting something. Like, that's all we have. So, yeah, kill us if you want. But anyway, <laughs> when you start thinking about preseason, let me tell y'all something, bro. Being in that damn league for nine mm. years, when that first week start, it's a the different. level it is different. so it hit so different. <laughs> if you burn with Snoop and you burn somebody else, it hit different, right? Don't so, get fired. Don't get fired. Don't, don't get, get fired. fired. Jalen, in my opinion, James Harden should have been the MVP in last year's NBA season. Guess who agrees with me? James Harden. Let's listen to him talk about his MVP candidacy last year. Once the media, they, they create a narrative about somebody from the beginning of the year. I think they just take that narrative and then run with it the entire year. Like, yeah. uh, you know, I don't even want to get into details, but yeah. all I can do is all control I- what I can do. And I went out there and, and did what I was supposed to do at a high level. You know what I'm saying? Hey. A season probably, it's only yeah. a few other seasons that anybody's ever done that before. James doesn't talk too much. I agree with him here. Do you think the media narrative led to Giannis winning the MVP? As a fellow voter... Of NBA awards, mm-hmm. I cast my ballot for James Harden for exactly the reasons that he stated. He's like, I did what I did. No one's done it before. Hey man, he had over twenty five hundred points, five rebounds, Look and five assists. The only other person to do that in the season is Michael Jeffrey Jordan. Look at these numbers. How many points a game is that? He That's scored how many points a game. Is that? Over 30 in 30 consecutive games. He had multiple 40-point games, 50-point games, 60-point games, high games with triple doubles. The last five years or so have been as good as we've seen any elite player perform if you look at his numbers and productivity. So that's why he got my vote. And he's right about storylines because there is a narrative that has to go with the 82-game schedule. Yep. And in anticipation on what you think may take place. And it's like, oh, I feel the problem with the MVP award in the NBA to me is it just seems like they always want to give it to somebody new. They always want to give it to somebody new. Like it just, it just, it always happens. Like Shaquille O'Neal didn't, didn't get enough MVPs. Michael Jordan didn't get enough MVPs. LeBron James didn't get enough MVPs. It just feels like they need to give it to someone new. So you have a vote. Yes. Thank you for voting for James Harden because he deserved it last year. I agree with him. Jalen, you are, in my opinion, the best NBA analyst in the world. Thank you. Also, my opinion, I'm the best pickup basketball analyst in the world. I can roll with that. I play a lot of pickup. <laughs> and I am so happy that this story continues. <laughs> and, of course, I'm talking about Devin Booker getting uh. double teamed. And now we have some new information. It all started here. Devin Booker gets double teamed in a pickup run, complains about it. 
and says he deals with that all season. He's trying to work on his game. I get it. I understand where he's coming from. However, trying to win the game. Well, guess who else just chimed in on Twitter? Kevin Durant. Kevin Durant's got his Twitter fingers together, and he's saying, listen, it's pickup. You got to work on your defensive game. He does not support double teaming in pickup, and he went back and forth and back and forth and back and forth. Jalen, again, (laughs) I ask you, double teaming in pickup, do you support it? I support it. I must acknowledge that Kevin Durant is one of my favorite basketball barnstormers in the modern-day history. Mm Mm-hmm. Whether it's on the East Coast, Shows West the Coast, Rucker, indoor, Farm, outdoor, Drew League, he'll go ball. Yes. So he's the perfect person on crutches, knowing that he misses the game that he loves, to chime in. Mm-hmm. And you can see the passion because he kept sending tweets oh, yeah, about it. wasn't a tweet. Paragraph. It wasn't a tweet. It was multiple tweets. But guess what he also is? What's that? One of the greatest basketball players to ever do it. Yep. And so, therefore, of course he doesn't want people double and triple teaming him because that's who he represents. It's really an indictment on everybody else that you play with. Whether it's Devin Booker's in the run, whether it's KD in the run, you need somebody else to make a play. If you got half of the points in the run, first we're going to switch. Yep. Then we got to just double you, KD. We got to double you, Devin. You guys are too good. Also chiming in, Trey Young. Trey Young is also chiming in now. And he said there should be no double teaming in pickup. When you're trying to work on your game, work on the moves and things you do individually in pickup. I don't know about this. I'm trying to win the game. And if you have someone that you can leave to defend a good scorer, then you leave him. You're trying to win. What Trey Young just described. You play to win the game. Is a workout. You play to win the game. You, you saw what James Harden was doing? The move that he practiced, he was doing it in the run. Mm-hmm. That's how this works. And if they're going to double-team you in Phoenix this year, when they double-team KD when he get back, when they double-team Trey Young off of his pick-and-roll actions, guess what those guys now have? Practice on splitting. Practice on beating it. That's also something that yes, you work on. That happens in the game, especially when you're Devin Booker. When you're KD, you work on getting double teams. It's time for News That Matters. <laughs> a French couple was vacationing in Sardinia, Italy. I need beautiful a vacation. Place. Beautiful place. Out in the Mediterranean, beautiful beaches, great sand. They liked the sand so much that they were arrested for stealing 88 Pounds of sand from the beach. Jalen Rose, I ask you, is it fair to face jail time for stealing sand from the beach? That's too much time. <laughs> it it reminds me of some of the laws that are trying to we're trying to get changed in the United States of America. If there's so much sand to be taken and it's Italian, okay, imagine if you could get that 88 pounds. You got a little pool in your backyard, mm-hmm. and all of a sudden you can create yourself a, a little, little oasis. A little beach, a little a oasis. Little I like the oasis. No doubt about it. I like the oasis. So six years? No, that's that's, that's, that's too way much. too much time. Jalen, not everything is worth discussing on national television. So we have a segment called Keep It Moving. If you want to discuss the topic, you say hit the brakes. If not, we keep it moving. Are you ready, Mr. Rose? Let's get it. Los Angeles Dodgers are absolutely on fire. Keep it moving or hit the They hit a lot of home runs, but keep it moving for now. Okay. We keep it moving. We keep it moving. They've been balling. Something that I expected to hear a lot about that I don't hear a lot about, Chris Paul. Keep it moving or hit the brakes. Mm, Yeah, I'm him. Yeah, hit the brakes. Remember he was traded to the, oh, that's right, Oklahoma City Thunder. And we all expected him to be traded, but we don't hear about it. Thunder executives are now saying that. They may keep Chris Paul. Do you think this is them sort of negotiating through the media, or do you think they're actually going to keep Chris Paul on the team? I think they're negotiating through the media because you don't want to start opening night, and he, because he's today better than Shea Gilders Alexander starting at the spot. Mm-hmm. You want to get a young fella a chance to be the leader of the team, and that's more than just what happens on the floor. That's in the locker room. That's gaining the trust of the coaches, gaining the trust of his teammates. 
And so having Chris Paul there, who, by the way, is going to be an amazing teacher, an amazing veteran to the young player, and is going to welcome his improvement and pretty sure show him all of the tricks of the trade, both of those guys want to play those minutes. And you don't want them jostling for those 48 minutes, especially when you understand that you want to see if this young guy has what it takes to man the position. Yeah, you trade for Chris Paul to trade Chris Paul. You trade for Shea Gildas-Alexander to be your point guard. Moving on, we have new information about Melvin Gordon's holdout. Keep it moving or hit the brakes. Keep it moving for now. Okay. We keep Next. it moving. We keep it moving. <laughs> Team USA played the boomers this morning. Keep moving or hit the brakes. I was up. At 6 a.m. Eastern to watch this So we're going to hit the brakes? So you better hit the brakes. They beat Australia 102 to 86. There's so much discussion about who's playing and who's not playing. Ever they dropped out. But they look pretty good mm-hmm. this morning. Jalen. Yo. What do you think about Team USA? I like the growth of the potential within this roster. Mm-hmm. Usually when people make it to this elevated position... They've already established themselves as multi-time all-stars, if not superstars, MVP-type players. Yep. There are no MVP candidates on this team. Oh, no. Kimball Walk is the only all-star. Middleton. Got, and Middleton. And then you have guys that are about to take a quantum leap that we saw play in the playoffs, Tatum and Spider Mitchell. But now all of a sudden, I think it's going to be impacted throughout the regular season and the playoffs to where they can play at an all-star level. Same with Jalen Brown. Seeing Kimba cook between the legs behind the back off of pick and rolls. Kuzma knocking down open three-point shots. He's got to play quality minutes and become a part of a big three in Los Angeles. So I like that each one of these guys has something to play for. And because of that, being led by Pop and Steve Kerr and Jay Wright, this is a summer of playing basketball that's going to make all of them better, and we're going to get a gold medal. Here's the thing. France? Nope. Serbia, nope. Spain, nope. Australia, nope. But all this talk about Team USA and them losing that scrimmage to sort of like the B team, they're going to win the gold medal. They're going to cruise to the gold medal. No, no. They're going to cruise to the no, gold medal. No. Jalen, we want best of push-ups on this? No. Would do you- They won't lose. They won't lose a game. Okay. They won't that, lose a game. Okay. Undefeated. Moving on. Le'Veon Bell has an interesting take on preseason action. Keep moving or hit the brakes. Hit the brakes. He said he needs his teammates to hit him in practice. Mm-hmm. He says he needs the contact. He wants his teammates to hit him. What do you think about that? I think that I'm excited to watch Le'Veon Bell play football this year. I think him being mm-hmm. out making sure he got his money and spitting bars in the studio and playing basketball, people forgot how dynamic he is, not only catching out of the backfield but clearly running and the level of patience that he has. But he's been out of the game. For 18 months. Yes. And just like a boxer, when you watch them or somebody in mixed martial arts and they get punched in the face, you're like, ooh, I don't understand how they're able to do that. It becomes almost a learned behavior that you have to teach your body how to take that level of punishment so that now it becomes commonplace and you don't get injured or banged up every time you get hit. The balance, however, is his teammates aren't going to hit him hard. No. The opponents will. He might want to be hit. His coaches don't want him to be hit. <laughs> They're like, Le'Veon, I get it. I get it. You're going to get hit. Week one, you're going to get hit. Don't worry. We're the Jets. Correct. You're going to get hit. Yes. Don't worry about that. Yes. But yes. We're, the, we're the New York Jets. Like, you're yes. going to get hit, Le'Veon. Your time will come. <laughs> Jalen, it's been too long since we did some voicemails. We always say we get the people they want. And you know what? We've been neglecting the people. Can't neglect the people. If you call 985-80-Jalen, you can leave us a voicemail. And Reggie's out this week. Oh. So we got Brad. And I know <clears throat> Brad probably actually listens to the voicemails. Because Brad works harder than Reggie does. I Check feel out like. the big brain on Brad. So what we're going to do is actually listen to the voicemails. If you call 985-80-Jalen, you can leave us a voicemail. If you leave us a voicemail... Brad will listen to it and put in the show just like this. Let's listen. Hey, Jalen. Hey, Jacoby. Shout out, Reg. It's Brad calling from Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. I got two questions for you. Uh, first question is, I'm moving in with my girlfriend early October. Uh, first time moving in with a girlfriend. Any advice? 
uh, anything I should be aware of or anything I'm not thinking of. Uh, my other question is, uh, why are the Raptors so disrespected? Everyone just talks about how Kawhi just won a championship, but the entire team won the championship. If it wasn't for Marcus Gasol's defense against Joel Embiid, we wouldn't have won. If it wasn't for Fred Van Vliet and Kyle Lowry stepping up in the Eastern Conference Finals, we wouldn't have won. If it wasn't for big games by Siakam and Ibaka in the Finals, we wouldn't have won it. So why are we so disrespected and so forgotten? Even now, we are still a top three team, top four team in the Eastern Conference. What do you think? Thanks for taking the call. Once again, shout out Reg and uh, keep giving the people what they want. Okay. So Brad's on the show this week. And you know what the name of the person that left a voicemail, the first one that Brad played is? Yep. His name is Reggie. His name is Brad. Check oh. out the big brain on Brad. <laughs> Brad is just taking calls from Brad's. I think Brad would listen to all the voicemails and only took calls from Brad. So if your name is Brad, call 985-80-Jail and you can probably get on the show this week. Yep. <laughs> Moving on. Brad, not our Brad, Canadian Brad in Ontario is moving in with a girl. For the first time. Congratulations. And he wants some advice. Okay. Jalen, you start. When you first meet someone, hey, how you doing? That's their representative. That's their agent. That's their publicist. Mm-hmm. Because you want to get to know them first. And then you learn people's strengths and weaknesses and their habits. And then you decide to appreciate them for their strengths and understand that they're going to have weaknesses and hope as a mate that you can help them be better in areas that they're weak. None of us are flawless. None of us are perfect. And then you decide to move in together. First thing you got to do, guys, it's really important. What's that? Have to discuss things financially. Ooh, I like this. I like really where you're going here. This is one of the main to go there. things that break up relationships. Get the finances. When one person feels like the other one isn't disciplined financially on any level. How are we I don't care however much you make, we got to chop this up. How are we going to chop this up? Because, Let's just get out in front of it. Because the first thing the breadwinner always says when they get mad at you is, get out. Why are you looking at me? I was going to have you answer. I don't know. <laughs> I would never answer that. I would you never want, answer you that. You want everything to be laid out on the table. You make this. You make that. We have these recurring bills. You're going to pay X amount per month, per week, per bi-weekly. Did you and Molly have this conversation? We're rich. It's different. <laughs> it's different. <laughs> You're my favorite. You're my favorite. <laughs> You're my it, favorite. It, it's just different. We're rich. It, it hit different. It hit it's different just, when you're rich. It's just different. We, you already know how it works. It's, <laughs> it's whoever makes the most pays the biggest items. Now see, with me and my lady, I was making her more than her in the beginning, and I was paying more than her in the beginning. And then she was making more than me, and but you're then still she decided, paying more. Then she decided to shop at 50 50. I was like, wait a second. Of and then we had a conversation, you and she was, get like, that yeah, she was like, you'll no. never get that. And that's not how that works. Yeah, you never. That's those not how those that are works. taxes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> get yeah. the finances in order, is my advice. Oh, here's my advice be clean. Just be clean. Clean yeah. everything. Like, dog, like, however clean you think you are, be cleaner than that. You never, ever want to be the dirty one in the relationship when y'all live together. You never want that. And his second question is why the Raptors are so disrespected. Jalen, you're a Raptor. Well, they lost Kawhi Leonard, and so people don't know what kind of team they're going to look like without the finals MVP. Hopefully Pascal Siakam takes that most improved player to kind of all-star level performer step. They still have a core with Kyle Lowry, who played really well in the NBA Finals. So when you start talking about the top, I would say – Five. five teams five. in the in the East, they're in the conversation. But they might be number five. Between, I want to see what Indiana looks like. It, we'll see. see what Vic looks like. Yeah. We'll yeah. see. We'll see. Thank you so much for the call, Brad. Appreciate Brad putting Brad on the show. Yes, Seems indeed. Like we have an yeah. exclusive Brad show today. No doubt. If you call 985-80-Jalen and your name is Brad, maybe you can make it on the show. Brad, what do you got for us? Yo, what up, Jalen and Jacoby? Shout out, Reg. I'm a long-time listener. About my third time calling. I got a cultural regional for you. I was at Huntington Beach this weekend watching the surf championships. 
And uh, there's a few brothers out there that look more like me and Jalen that had socks on in the sand. <laughs> and it made me think, is that cultural or regional? So I posed the question. Wow. I'm going to say this. I have never, ever, 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 ever in my life worn socks in the sand. Socks in the sand, cultural or regional? Cultural. And it's one of those things that I'm not necessarily proud of. <laughs> you know, sometimes I take pride in, 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 like, the, in the cultural thing. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's one of those that I cringe when I see because I once was a participant. In doing that. You've worn your Michigan black socks in the sand? I'll tell you some of the reasons and why people, because it's culture, feel like they need to do this. One, for some reason, we feel either ashamed or not willing to show our feet. If I had your feet, I wouldn't show me this. <laughs> My feet are pretty. <laughs> I got good feet. The other thing, we feel like the sand is going to be so hot. The, the heat on the sand. Do you know what's regional, though? Sneakers to the beach. New Yorkers wear sneakers to the beach. I went to the beach twice this weekend. I wear my sneakers. I don't wear flip-flops to the beach. You want me to answer why? You know why I do? Because when I go in the water, that's where I put my phone and my credit cards. That's where I I put my phone and my credit cards when I go in the water. I got a different answer. I've been fortunate enough to travel many places in the world, and Mm -hmm. I have tattoos on my passport. Mm -hmm. There are certain beaches that have a lot of rocks. Yeah. That applies in New York. Yeah, it does. I am not trying to be walking with no slides. And also, We're sand and rocks. In New York City, you take the train to the beach, right? I went to Brighton Beach this weekend. Train to the beach. I'm not wearing flip flops on the train. I'm not. They, you will catch all the diseases if you wear flip flops on the train. Yes, all of them. And you can't run all in flip flops. I want to thank. This gentleman for calling with the Culture Regional Questions. I want to thank Brad for calling. I want to thank Brad for producing the show. We will be back tomorrow. Why is that, Karen? We'll be back. We're not done. We're not done. Give the people what they want.